Hey guys, this is The Shoveler. If you get a chance, please like, share, and subscribe to our channel. We would really appreciate it. And we'd like to hear some feedback from you, so leave us a comment. Now, sit back, relax, and share in our pain and misery. Have you ever done something that gave you that sick to your stomach feeling? All of us have had moments in our lives in which we may have had an embarrassing mistake at work or while trying to help someone. Well, today we're going to open ourselves up to a little laughter and ridicule by revealing yet another piece of our collective histories. We'll share a few stories that will hopefully make you feel a little better about yourselves if you've ever been in a similar situation. You know, today I, I really want to just kind of share a little bit more, and I, I guess I'll, I'll get started because uh, I, I know I've done several things in my life that are more than embarrassing, but uh, <laughs> I, there's, there's one that always sticks in my mind uh, pretty much every day when I get ready for work and I'm looking in the mirror, brushing my teeth or something, and I think of that and I do like a little head slap or forehead slap at that moment. But um, there was this one time where, uh, you know, we had a group of friends at work and we would all go out to eat uh, or have lunch together or things like that. And uh, one of the people in our group uh, was the department admin. And she actually was the admin for like our, uh, our VP over our department. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, she was, she was a very friendly woman. Uh, you know, everybody got along with her in the department and she was just very friendly and funny. And uh, she also happened to be a very pretty woman. And so, um, you know, uh, either way, she was in our group and, uh, there, she had very curly hair and, uh, <laughs> so we are always also used to seeing her with like really curly short hair. And one day she comes into the office and her hair is like completely straightened or straight. And it, when she straightens her hair out, it becomes extremely long. So like, we were all like, you know, when we saw her that day at lunch, we were all like, you know, whoa, you know, we've never seen you with long hair before and, you know, straight hair at that. So, you know, it was just, everybody was like commenting on it, things like that during the day. Um, but then towards the end of the day, uh, she sends out like a, and this is like when we first got Outlook email um, installed at our, our workplace. And so she sends out this massive email to the entire department. And uh, basically, you know, saying that we need to get something uh, done and, you know, here's how you do it, blah, blah, blah. Some general type of, you know, admin, admin or administrative type email. And so I replied to her and I was like, we don't have to do what you say. And oh, by the way, uh, you have long, purdy hair, like E-R-R-T-T-Y <laughs> hair. <laughs> And, uh, and I, uh, you know, fired off that send button. And uh, then a few minutes later, uh, somebody in the next cube over was like, hey, did you mean to send that? To oh. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I reopened my sent email in my sent folder. And it was uh, subsequently sent to about 300 people. Oh. <laughs> 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 so then at that point, I started, I proceeded to freak out. 
And I don't know if you've ever, do you guys remember uh, a couple of years ago, it might have been more than a couple of years ago, but there was a Super Bowl commercial uh, for Bridgestone tires. And there's like these two friends that they're sitting in a, in a cubicle together. And like one of the friends like sends off an email and he's kind of smiling to himself and his friend next to him is like, hey, uh, Rod, did you uh, mean to send that to everybody? Or mean to hit reply, reply all? And he's like, huh? And like, then he proceeds to like run everywhere and start like bashing people's computers before they can read it and like pouring coffee on other people's computers. And then at one point near the end, he's like in a tree jumping on top of somebody who's like in the park looking at their laptop. And then, <laughs> then at one point he's like in the server room, like pulling out all the cables out of the server to prevent everybody from seeing it. But like then, and then he like comes and sits back in his desk and then like uh, the, his friend is like, Oh, you know what? That would that would have been a huge mistake if you did. Like, no, never mind. You didn't actually send it to everybody. But um, unfortunately, that didn't happen to me. I was like, <laughs> like I, I look, you know, and I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do? And I'm like pacing back and forth, and I happen to look out the window and I see one of my buddies kind of walking out to his car, and I'm like, oh, he knows this stuff. Like, he could probably tell me if there's a way to, you know, stop this email from getting out. Because when our old email system, you could actually retract an email yeah. back out of somebody's uh, inbox. Uh, but unfortunately, Outlook doesn't allow that. So, um, you know, I call him up and he's like, uh, you could try retracting the email in Outlook. There's a function actually to, you know, retract the email. So I was like, okay, I'll try that. And I, you know, I run back to my computer. I, I try retracting it. And then I proceed to get like several hundred retraction failed, retraction failed, retraction failed. <laughs> 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 response emails from everybody in the department. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, like I was, man, it was so bad. I, I got ragged on for the next several years. And I, I think even one of my coworkers, like every time we get a new person on our team, like he somehow brings it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shut up. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so that was that was a huge thing. And then, you know, like later on, I found out that our VP that uh, the admin reported to was like, uh, he, she like tried to, she had access to his email. So she was like, she's a good friend of mine. So she was like, going to try to pull it from his inbox where he saw it. But he already saw it because it got sent to his phone. So there was like no way to reject it. Yeah. So, you know, he was like, uh, hey, uh, is there anything you need to tell me about <laughs> to, to that, you know, that admin? And she was like, no, we were just joking around. And, you know, so that was my, I still, every so often, it'll just come up in the back of my mind. I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> like, that was my, probably my worst uh, work embarrassing moment. I Did your say. supervisor say, or, or manager, anyone say anything to you? I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, there were several people, like even a few people outside of our department that actually received the email too. So it was and lots of higher ups. So like, but like nobody directly said anything. I'm sure they knew that that was like probably the most embarrassing thing that, it, you know, I could have gone through. So they didn't want to like press it at all. But I mean, of course, my coworkers definitely messed with me for like, you know, weeks after that, you know, uh, when we were all hanging out and stuff. So that was, that was <laughs> fun. But um, yeah, that, that's my moment. Uh, what about you, Spleen? What would you say? Spleen, well, uh, work, I, 
I would say I'm working maybe in college. I was part of a uh, this Christian Bible study, and I, I had to highlight the Christian piece because it kind of feeds into the more adds to the embarrassment of this. But uh, in the beginning of the year, a lot of times people come to different groups um, for just introductions, just to see how it is. And so we were in our first few weeks, and uh, this blind girl comes into the. Uh, into the room and she sits down uh, and she, she sits down of herself. So I should I also add that note that she probably could have, she managed herself pretty well and she's hearing the conversation and then she's finally like, Oh, you know what? I think I'm in the wrong room. And uh, something else I should know is this like this first, first um, group where we have a staff worker who he's a new staff worker who's covering our campus. And so uh, he he's there too. So this is the first time he's meeting all the leaders at this Bible study, and he's a new new guy too. And so <laughs> we're sitting in the back, and the girl, that blind girl, is just like, "Oh, you know, I realize this is not the right thing. I'm trying to go to the Latin club." And so I was <laughs> just like, "Oh, okay. Well, let me help you. Let me help you out uh, of the room uh, so you can be on your way." And that was my first mistake <laughs> to help her out of the room because. Uh, there, there's probably, I think there's a better, a smart way to lead a blind person. I did not know that. And it showed in the impending things that happened. I, uh, so I was like, okay, let me help you out. And I'm like leading her by the hand. <laughs> and so, so she's not using her, you know, her walking stick. Cause she's like, oh, this guy's going to help me. Uh, and so, first mistake. <laughs> first mistake she made. First mistake. And so, yeah, so she's like, okay. And so, she's like, I'm going to lead her out. Like, I, like she, she hit her toe because she's wearing open toe twos against the table because we were moving the tables around. So she's like, ow! And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, just walk away. Walk this way. And, you know, I'm trying to like, lead her faster because I'm like, you know, let me navigate you through all the dangers of the tables that we moved around close to the table, close to the door. And then, and then I lead her, and I, I didn't realize there was a small trash can that was holding our door open. So as I'm leading her out, she runs <laughs> her foot into the trash can, and she's like, "Ah!" And I'm so like, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." And because the trash can that was holding the door got knocked over, the door swung and closed on, on the blind girl. Oh and she's like, "Ah!" And I'm like, "I'm so sorry." And by this point, I'm like sweating, and my heart is like pounding so hard and she's like walking out and there's like a, I guess like a general person that's writing directions in the hallway. And so she's like trying to get away. She's like, stay away, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like following her because I'm like, I'm trying to make it right. And somehow by apologizing over and over again. And she's just like, and, I, and so she goes up to that guy and I'm still like, I'm so sorry. And she's just like, it's okay. And like, like she honestly, she just wanted me to get away, get away from the pain. <laughs> I told me it's okay, and so I walked back in. The staff was like, "Hey, did she chew you out?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Or she was upset, and I always thought like afterwards, you know, every time I saw her on campus, I didn't even want to like speak because I thought like she's gonna detect my voice and she's gonna be like, "Sorry." No! <laughs> just smells it. I want to be like. <laughs> I'm like, do you remember me? No, no, stay away. I can help you across the bathroom. <laughs> she like, she, she's just passing by and she hears your voice and yeah. drops her cane and everything. Yeah. She drops her cane and starts <laughs> trembling. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more she was, 
<laughs> pee puddle develops underneath her legs. <laughs> I thought she was gonna like swing her cane at me, like stay away, stay away. Christian is coming. <laughs> so I was imagining how all those people are like, oh, Christians are do this, and Christians are hypocrites, and they say one thing and do the other. I'm sure she she added to it. She's like, yeah, Christians hurt blind people. Huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> They hate blind people. They hate the blind. <laughs> Jesus would have something to say about that. But. <laughs> so that that was definitely like I it's stuck in my memory. Now now it's like I can I think I'm free from the the guilt. But hopefully she's she didn't have any lasting traumatic effects from her. <laughs> <laughs> being beaten by she being beaten. just wears steel toe boots everywhere she goes <laughs> she probably, uh, teach oh, yeah. you, you taught her a good lesson as a blind person you shouldn't wear open toe shoes yeah that's true yeah <laughs> I can say I, I impacted her life in a lot of ways come on man yeah I understand you're blind and you want to look you want to be normal but... what's that invisible but maybe she didn't know she was wearing open toe shoes <laughs> 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 you know, oh, yeah, you know, I don't want to get any deeper into this. Like, I'm going to say something I'm going to regret. Kind of raise up the alternate possibility of why she was wearing the open nose shoes. No, I'm not going to do it. I was going to make a joke. I'm going to hold back. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Invisible Boy, what about you? Oh man, like <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to think long and hard about like some pretty like embarrassing and then like situations where I made it worse. And the one that I distinctly remember was when I was like a junior in high school. So I remember it was <laughs> I was I was always a big fan of chicken fried steak day at school. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows if that was really steak or not? It was one of the better uh, one of the better entrees that the school serves. So I, re- <laughs> I remember that day like just being in line waiting for the chicken fried steak. So she gives me like a chicken fried steak and then like mashed potatoes and like some gravy and I'm like I get extra gravy. <laughs> she like gives like a <laughs> another scoop of gravy. So it's just like I'm holding Aww. this tray going through line. It's like mashed potatoes, chicken fried uh, steak, just like floating in gravy. And I remember <laughs> everything was floating. So at one point, I thought the uh, like the chicken like almost would, like fell off the tray. So I tried to like balance it with my with my <laughs> hand. Like I was kind of like moving it back and forth, trying to make sure it didn't fall off the tray. And at one point, I just lost control. Like I couldn't do it anymore. So I knew it was all oh gonna fall. And I didn't want it to land on the ground. So I tried to jam it into something, like, to prevent it from going. And I ended up jamming it into the back of this girl standing in front of me. You know, it's like, gravies and chicken fried steak are all on her back. And I remember the gravy just, like, flowing down her back. And she turned oh, around God. and she looked at me. And what was worse, she, she had this look of like 20% anger, 80% just embarrassment. And then like, I remember like, this is the lunch line. So everyone is like, everyone sees this. And <laughs> this, this one goes, no, that dude just slammed his chicken fried steak into that girl's bag. And then I just hear, ah! And then 
punchline is just cracking up, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I'm like just apologizing. I'm like, let me get you some napkins. I like run and get some napkins. I'm trying to wipe their back off, but it's just like you know the napkins. It's, it's not working. It's not working. The gravy was too thick, man. Was <laughs> like, oh, she wearing open-toed <laughs> shoes? <laughs> I don't know what she was wearing. I just remember wearing this like blue. Uh, kind of like nylon jacket so like luckily it kind of just slipped off but it's still just embarrassing <laughs> like oh, yeah. imagine being in line did and it get on her pants too or just yeah God, because it was like a nylon uh, jacket so it was just like flowing down like a waterfall kind of type uh, uh, <laughs> did you have to pay for the chicken fried steak <laughs> no, I got another chicken fried steak. I didn't get as much gravy the second time around. Yeah, they were like no gravy for you. Like, thinking about it, like even to this day, I'm thinking about like what would I do if I was in line and someone just jammed a tray of like chicken fried steak <laughs> into my back. Like, I'd like to say I'd explode, but with that being said, like I've been the guy who's done it, so like. Yeah. You know, maybe so did she ever did you did you ever get a response from her in that interaction that she's like, it's all right, man. Like a no, forgiveness response. She, she, or she was she, just like she, she was annoyed, but like also I think just embarrassed because everyone was like laughing. They're probably laughing at me also, but it yeah. seemed like more it was like almost to her also. <laughs> Dude, dude, it was that one guy in the line who just made it worse when he just like yelled at him. He's like, ah! Kids can be so cruel. Oh my god! Wow, man, there's a whole like slew of like high school stories like that that I'm sure a lot of us have. Um, That reminds me of like. We had like, there was this one time where, I don't know what kind of, I think it was, what is it? RC Cola. Do you remember RC Cola? Oh, yeah. We still yeah. have RC Cola, right? Yeah. Like, they were trying to test out like new brands of uh, <laughs> or new flavors, flavors or something. And they set up in like the big courtyard of our high school. And so like, we're all like being released yeah, after the, at the end of the day, and they were just giving out free cans of this new. First of all, that's flavors. the dumbest idea I've ever heard from. <laughs> oh, Cola, it was especially after school. <laughs> and so, like, there was Anybody like on a free soda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's essentially what happened. Like, they had two giant like ice tubs. Like, like I'm talking about like they look like those like an extended ice tub that you would like take a bath in or something or like a you know metal tub that you would take a bath in or something but like just full of ice and full of these drinks and so like you know the guy is like making it it's like hey there's you know these uh rc colas here you know, try it out and, and so then the whole mad rush of kids are like ah! and they all rush <laughs> it and they all like you know take all these cans and then like you just hear like it's just like a massive crowd just surrounding this ice tub and like you hear one kid out of the crowd say it's done and then you hear another kid in the crowd like, tip it over. <laughs> so, like, they all to like try to tip over this giant ice tub. And the guy's like, there's another one right here. <laughs> like right next to him, he like points down and everybody looks over to the side and there's like, it's just another giant ice tub of, you know, RC Cola. So then everybody swarms that one and, you know, gets their fill of RC Cola. What, what I, like I said, what a stupid idea. Yeah. Like, what are they trying to get? Like, 
just see if people will drink RC Cola. That yeah, was it was lunch. But I remember it was like a, another, it was another brand I think, of RC and they were trying to see if people would like it. And so the worst marketing or sampling is to have a, these huge ice chests out on like a hundred degree day and yeah. maybe free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they like it. The guys, they like it. We we could tell. They like it. Yeah. Like <laughs> just um, check off the flavor on their on their clipboard. Like they like this one. Yeah. <laughs> they like curry. They like curry flavor. That's good. Our market research is done. We can start mass production. <laughs> Egg part. <laughs> Eggplant parmesan RC cola flavor. It works. Everyone drink it. <laughs> Anything would have worked. <laughs> what are you saying, Spain? Uh, I was saying that the other ice chest was just a few, few feet away, as you said, but uh, kids started going slowly, but then when they realized, hey, there's other people going there, there may not be enough left, they started to like go slowly, and then they break into our run, <laughs> and all the kids started swarming the other ice chest <laughs> and taking as much as they could in their hands before they got out. And then I think, the weeks after when they added that new flavor into the machines, no one would buy it. <laughs> it like, was it because of the trauma of that event? Or no, it was, just, it was a horrible. It didn't taste good, and they were just, but they were all thirsty. So yeah, it was, they were like, you know, oh, this is great free soda. It's cold. It's hundred degrees outside, and there's like an ice free soda here. Let me let me drink it all. And but then of course now when they have an option where they have to pay for it, they're like, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> that's one of those Theo that's the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever heard <laughs> like, uh, uh, I have like another tip it over story there's like uh, you guys <laughs> where do you go to school man I, I don't know man like all the kids Detroit. <laughs> I mean yeah it was like the initial riots of our time but like uh, there was uh, did you guys ever have like those times like I know like a lot of old high schools would do this but like they would buy like an old beat up car and then like you could pay money to like bash it in and it's oh, all like I, i've been to things like car bash that. yeah yeah, yeah. car bash yeah so like <laughs> what a simple name for something <laughs> car bash i know we'll call it a car bash they had one of those at our school i think you could go during lunchtime like during your lunch break, you could go outside and pay some money and get to hit it with a sledgehammer or something like that. They were raising money or something. But like the car was still parked out there in the courtyard, like after school. And so people were like leaving school and walking to the bu- towards the buses and the park car parking lot and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, <laughs> so like, I don't know what it was or if there was like some football players that were like kind of. Uh, walking past it or surrounding it a little bit and then like you know a a lot of people were looking at it you know just coming out of school and then you know of course you had the lone voice in the in the midst of the crowd and it's like tip it over and then you just (laughs) the next thing we see is like there's a bunch of these huge guys like rocking it back and forth and i don't recall i don't know spleen do you remember if they actually got it tipped over um, well, I wasn't there that year, but I heard from where you t- I remember it, they tipped it over. Yeah, it's over on the side or on its on its uh, on the roof. So f- completely flipped yeah. it over. I think they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, I think some oil was like coming out of it and things like that into the the grass, and it was it was pretty bad. 
I thought one of the football players like pushed it so it kind of <laughs> it twirled a little like on its roof. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but anyway, Mr. Furious, do you have any stories like of that? just general embarrassment? Embarrassment stories, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I think the biggest recent one was like so. I, I work in um. Uh, my work, we, we do a lot of Zoom calls, and we even before COVID. And so this happened like, oh, man, last year. And uh, so I lead a team. And so I'm talking to them on the team, and I'm like trying to get a lot of camaraderie in the team. So we started to do Zoom calls with video on. Mm-hmm. So we we're all just talking and stuff. And, you know, part of our meetings is not just um, uh, talking about status of different projects, but also to talk about like, you know, think about new ideas, come up with new strategies. And so like, you know, now that I'm working at home or have been over the last couple of years, you know, you have the ability to walk around at your house if you want and, you know, have your <laughs> headphones on, you could just walk around. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I had this, uh, I have a couple monitors on my desk and I was moving around between windows. And so I ended up covering up the, uh, the video screen so i couldn't see that people you know their faces and stuff but i could just see the the window i was talking about and i i <laughs> so the jeffrey tubin so no <laughs> no well i was rubbing but a different part of my body no i was uh i have this habit of like when i really am concentrating i like start to rub my belly <laughs> it's <laughs> I don't know why, but it makes me feel comforted as I'm thinking. And so I was rubbing my belly as I'm talking. And it would be okay. I mean, like, you know, people rub their bodies or rub eyes. And it's not, like, embarrassing, right? But, like, I have this habit of, like, pulling up my shirt and rubbing my belly. <laughs> so I'm thinking about this topic. And I'm just talking and talking into the mic and not looking at the camera. And then I end up standing up at my desk and I start to rub my belly and I pull up my shirt and really give it a good rub. And all of a sudden I hear, I hear from one of my coworkers, he goes, what the hell? And I was like, what? Huh? And I, and I realized at that moment, I have my hand on my belly with my shirt up and I'm standing. So my belly is right in the camera. Of the laptop. <laughs> And I realized, like, oh, oh, oh. Everybody's like, what, what? Like, apparently, some people were just listening and not paying attention to the screen either, but a couple of them did. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Luckily, there was uh, no femininas on the call. It was oh, just yeah. guys, and they were all <laughs> laughing. <laughs> when a lot of this covid stuff happened earlier on in the year like there were some graduations that were occurring in the spring and like there was like a i don't know if it was a news story or where i saw this but like there was some girl like every all the graduations were being done via like zoom and everything and like there there was a girl that was a guest uh to the graduation she was attending and she's really she just started to go at her nose like picking her nose and like it was on, 
and she didn't oh, realize no. she was on camera and she was like just picking her nose like nonstop and people were like seeing it on the camera. I guess she just didn't realize she was on camera doing that. That happened, that happened yeah. at, uh, at one of my graduations last year for the class that just graduated. Like one of the girls invited her close friends and she didn't know her uh, camera was on. She was just digging in her note. Like it was horrible. Oh, man. I didn't go, but my friend recorded it and sent me the video. Oh, oh, no, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It was just bad, man. Oh my gosh! Can you I, imagine that? Oh. I had a uh, one uh, one story when I was in class. It was like a. Uh, it was like a. It was kind of like a small lecture. It was only like ten of us, and then the professor. And, um, you know, they're like, professor was lecturing and like, we're all kind of a little bit, uh, I mean, just because it's the professor, you're a little intimidated and you want to like put a, you know, like make a good impression. So I remember during the, during the lecture, I just, like my phone is really old. Like the software is like just slow. Like whenever I click on things and stuff like that. So I remember, mm -hmm. uh, opening my phone and like swiping. And I guess I accidentally hit like the little notifications for like some, some YouTube video or something. So then the YouTube app started opening. I could see it opening and I'm trying so hard to hit the back thing, but it wouldn't register on my phone. Like even looking back, like all my friends said they could see me just struggling with my phone. And then like the video starts playing. And I don't know what, it was like some, it was one of the YouTube commercials, but it was like some like uh, SpongeBob commercial or something like that. It's like, it was like, Always be aware of what's underneath your the, the your bed sheets, and then you just hear this. And then I just like turned it off, and like even while it was happening, like it lasted like a good six, five six seconds. The lecture yep. stopped lecturing, and once I turned it off. Like she was like, okay, and then get <laughs> <laughs> silent, and then one of my good friends just just out of nowhere, where he's just like, Justin, it's not okay to watch porn during the lecture. Obviously, he wasn't where you could see my phone, but it was just yeah. like a joke, and everyone just started bursting out laughing. And like, you oh. don't know what to say; you're just kind of like sitting there silently. I swear, look at my phone. And your phone won't turn on. And then the worst thing, the worst thing, they were all like, they could tell, like, I was embarrassed. So that was like the running joke, like, after class. I was just like, I was just like, dude, it was a commercial. And they're like, all right, show me the commercial. And of course, I can't find the commercial, right? I can't find you. Okay, Justin, it was a SpongeBob Okay, Invisible Boy, it was a SpongeBob commercial. Well, you know, for my namesake, I can say that this is going way back into elementary school, but I farted on our whole on my whole class one time. Yeah, <laughs> I was so we're all it's all story time, and so the, there's like this the tables are set in pods, and so all the most of the kids will come sit in between the main pods where the teacher can so they can hear the teacher who sits at the front and reads the story, and so I sat 
in the my pod because it's like really close by. And so I'm like leaning my you know rear to the side facing toward all the students who are sitting on the ground. <laughs> and I thought that my fart was going to be silent. And I was like, I really had to release this gas. <laughs> that was your first mistake. <laughs> the first mistake. And so I let it out. And it was silent for like the first few seconds. And then it goes like, <laughs> and all the kids like this immediately, you know, switch over, look at me. And they're like, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, my face, I don't know. I'm like, I'm trying to like, I mean, you don't know, what do you do? Like, you just have to like accept the, uh, <laughs> except the the um, the Reality. embarrassment, <laughs> you can't really like hide it or anything because you know my rear's facing towards them. And <laughs> well, you're <laughs> standing and pointing your butt in the air. <laughs> well, I was, I'm like leaning to the side against the, my table, and so my uh. rear's kind of slightly jutted out. <laughs> unfortunately, for the old kid, it is but. like in mid fart, they all turn around. He's still standing, spleen sitting there with his slightly cocked butt cheek. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> with his big eyes open. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. How do you guys feel currently about um, Trump's re-election or non-re-election? How do you think that's going to pan out? Trump 2020. Trump 2020. Yeah, 2021. I, um, I agree too. It, it's... But- here, here's here's a couple of things, and I I have a bore y'all side. One one thing is I I heard some of the Lance Walmy ones, but it there is a consecrated effort to try to start getting the the public used to that. The, oh, okay, hey, you want like you know, and news outlets are announcing it. Um, I I think there is a genuine fraud fraud that's occurring, and uh, I do believe that he Trump will win. But it's going to go to the um, Supreme Court and mm. people are going to be so upset about it because, you know, again, the media is still trying to leg- say it's a legitimate election. So when the Supreme Court rules and if they're judging uh, neutrally and they rule in his favor because of because of there, there is enough proof that they're going to be upset because they've already assumed this is and it's going to be assumed that, oh, this is just stealing the election. Uh, and so there's actually even one prophecy that said. You're going to see turmoil until uh, January 18th, the the day 18th of next year. So just continue to be praying because they, they don't see the re- resolution happening for the next two months. But there's, mm-hmm. next, there's a call for the, the church body to just be praying hard and interceding and like, you know, standing on the prophecies that they share. But it's not, it's not, again... Because of Trump, that oh, we need to have Trump in office, like he's specifically right. the savior. But because of what his beliefs are, um, he's really and his his philosophy and the people that God's going to use him to put others in place. That, that's why he's that candidate. But there's you know even in the church body, there's this there's so many people focused on what he says, and mm-hmm. you know you see there's a lot of people who voted for uh against trump but then down the ticket they voted like republican so there is some folks that are just voting because of the man and not because of his uh, policies which is which is foolish i think and yeah. that's my my thought what about you invisible way what are your thoughts what do you yeah i think um i think ultimately i think if I had to bet money, I would probably say I think Trump is still going to be president. I just think it's going to be a very 
messy couple of months, I guess. It's like it's yeah. gonna be like it's not gonna be a pretty pretty win, I guess. Like I think even if he if he does become president, there's always still gonna be. I mean, you know, if they prove. Um, if they prove that there was fraud and even if it is legitimate, there's always going to be that kind of uh, sense in the air that, you know, he may be like that kind of, not that he's actually a dictator, but that sense that he used his power to steal an election, even though it may not be the case. I think that's kind of what the uh, narrative is being built up right now. Yeah. Him nominating ACB, uh, right before the election was kind of a just in the nick of time type situation. Can you mm-hmm. imagine it happening any other way if uh, RBG didn't pass away and then that that Supreme Court seat was mm-hmm. open at that exact oh. time and he was able to confirm somebody just before the election? Like, I feel like, you know, sometimes our timing isn't necessarily what God's timing is. And he has a plan, you know, in place. His timing is just, it's so, it can be so different than what we would think would need to happen, but it's all for the best in the long run. And so I think my feeling at this moment anyway, is that, you know, yes, he'll end up taking the the white house again or taking another four years, but, you know, uh, to invisible boys point, you know, not with a, a lot of, uh, people contesting it and you know, a lot of turmoil that you would see in the next couple of weeks. And and that that's something that they'll go on for the next four years complaining about, um, you know, especially if they take votes off the table, you know, because people just don't look at that past that service level. Um, oh, he had some votes, but now he, now he doesn't. And they're not going to think about, oh, well, those votes were because of fraud. But, yeah. I mean, my thing is, or, or one of the biggest things that kind of scares me about this whole thing, if, you know, if they do the investigation and show that there was fraud, which I, I mean, based on at least the information I know, I think there was, but if that is confirmed uh, after they do their investigation, like my biggest fear is just going forward. Like there's always that thought now that this can occur, right? Even, you know, there's people out there that could get away with this. And even now, I mean, like, if it was a candidate who was almost equally as popular as Donald Trump and he had won through fraud, like you probably wouldn't question it, but it was just Joe Biden was such a bad candidate. You're like, okay. And yeah. I mean, granted, even just the way things kind of played out with, you were seeing that big rise of Trump and then it just kind of leveled out. And when you woke up in the morning, Joe Biden was leading, but you know, it's just kind of that whole sense of like, you know, if this is what it could come to, like in the future, once there's new candidates, like, could this happen again? And I think that's kind of the the fear uh, <laughs> uh, that I have going forward, at least. Yeah, it could also be that um, I think you're going to a lot of see people get exposed uh, that corruption because there there is. Unfortunately, I wish I was in the United States. There is stuff that has been always going and it hasn't been gotten much attention. Even Project Veritas was uh, citing, it was like this lady that was helping buy votes and where she claims she is. And it was both Republicans and Democrat candidates that use it. Even if it was like three versus a bunch of Democrats, still, I, I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like that, to, to, I mean, like corruption has always been there and there's been cases where they've shown corruption. But like my biggest thing is, is like, I feel like it keeps happening because 
it always gets exposed. And then, you know, the, the end point is, okay, we exposed it, let's correct it. But they never do anything about the person who actually, you know, was corrupting the system. It's kind of just... Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's what I was going to start going towards too earlier was that, you know, that may be an indication that, you know, we as the voters need to really badger, you know, some of our elected officials and people that we put into office to, you know, uh, produce the, the framework or the laws or rules to prevent, you know, as much as we can uh, of mm. some uh, voter fraud. And I, so I'm glad, you know, th- this is, you know, this has gone on forever, I'm sure. But it not it, this, the extent they took it to this election has really brought it to the forefront and to make it as visible as it is yeah. that should, you know, really put it on everybody's map to say, Hey, we do have an issue here and we need to shore up, you know, some of the issues. I mean, people have been talking about cleaning up uh, the voter uh, rolls and uh, records for some time, you know, especially for people who, you know, have either passed away and they're still on voter rolls and things like that. Like these things need to be cleaned up, you know, ASAP. And so I hope this causes people to kind of really shout about it. And I really hope that what they do is like the people who are breaking these laws, I hope there's some like repercussion because like, it always seems like they just get caught and you're like, all right, don't do it anymore. And like, People are like, all right, we'll just do it. They're not going to do anything if we get caught. And it's like, that's kind of... I mean, they need to make a federal crimes for, you know, tampering with ballots and changing them or, you know, know, just all these things that we're seeing. So, you know, I didn't even know that, you know, there were so many different failure points that we have, you know, that have come to light in the last week or so. I didn't know there was so many that we have. And I'm glad this kind of came out now so that we can you know, start talking about it. But I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Blue Raja. (laughs) No, um, I was just like, yeah, if there's any, I feel like if there's any chance though, of, uh, you know, really exposing and like getting something done, it would be through Trump or through a Trump president. And then, um, I mean, you can even like, when you really think about like how they often asked him, like, would you peacefully transition over or give up power um, if you were to lose? Like, it was almost like a setup, like, that they expected this to happen. And, like, my, yeah. I think, and, but, you know, mm-hmm. Trump was, did a good job of, like, not, like, you know, just reiterating, like, if it's a legitimate election. And, right. um, you know, my my one, I guess, my line <laughs> of thinking is that the Democrats, if, if they do, like, transition, they're already setting it up and, like, kind of, telling everybody yeah biden and harris won their presidents getting into everybody's head that they're going to be the president vice president and you know if this all comes out later on like okay yeah we need to fix this for the next time but um you know we'll just keep who we have as in office in office right now which you know they're trying to condition us to believe it's going to be biden and kamala and so right that's why, like, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just so nefarious, like, how all these major news outlets are just calling it before it's really been, like, everything's been just absolute, completely, like, um, resolved, and so. 
Um, I can't mean I can't say I'm I'm surprised one bit that they're calling it whatsoever. You know, if you if you're watching during the actual election night, um, there was a point when Trump was like really on a, you know a, a high trajectory of winning and being getting ahead. Like they were all in shock. Like oh, you know, this may take you know a couple of weeks and all this stuff. And, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it starts to change like, oh, well, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, now that, you know, Biden is ahead. Yeah. We need to call this as soon as possible. And they all start, you know, calling different states and, you know, now it's not going to take as long as they originally thought when they knew that it was, you know, looking really bad uh, for Biden. That, that's why, you know, I, I, I've been reiterating this to people all week, but I think that the video compilations that we saw in 2016, where it was just one <laughs> night of, uh, of a let, big letdown, uh, I think it's going to be a hundred times better this time around. So I just can't wait. I just can't wait. But what, what music? What music is going to be in that? <laughs> Today I saw like a semi, uh, one of those, um, I think Larry Elder put it out and it had uh, the Jaws music playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but, uh, did anybody else? Um, and I, maybe I'm the only one who probably saw it, but uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani had like a little short interview with Steven Crowder today, and um, he talked about like how at this point, um, they're pretty sure of about you know 300 to 350,000 ballots that should probably be uh discounted or uh, uh be rid of because of some of the uh, affidavits that they have from witnesses and you know the various voter fraud or irregularities that there have been and he expects about 500 to 700,000 because they're not even done investigating everything like there's so many things coming in uh to their team and to the uh Trump lawyers and everything that you know they're still investigating everything so uh, and they, and a lot of it has just been in Pennsylvania so far. Like they haven't even got to Michigan yet. So um, just the mocking yeah. is enough evidence for me. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, the m- amount of mocking, like the media is involved in. Right, like Anderson Cooper calling, you know, names of uh, Trump, calling him like a yeah. turtle and stuff. Oh yeah, like that. that turtle overturn on his back. back. Yeah, and then uh, Jake Tapper. Oh, talking Trump. about like these uh, Trump supporters and people in general. Yeah. And the, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, keep talking. Keep talking about this stuff. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I just want them to keep digging. And, and do these people not realize that 49.2% is not a majority of Americans? <laughs> I don't want to avoid this mandate, but they don't even know what the definition of mandate because probably Webster's dictionary will change it online yeah. for them immediately. <laughs> like, where do they think the 70 to 80 million Trump supporters are going to go? Like, do yeah. they think they're just going to yeah. go hide in a bunker? For them? Oh, yeah, you're right. Biden's a winner. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving to Mexico. I know. I was really like annoyed because I was telling uh, Invisiboy this is the whole like, everyone's like, now it's like hashtag time to heal or let's all come together. I'm just like, where was this four years ago? Like now you guys want to try to like 
uh, unite or like not or unite under our yeah. president, like not cause division, and like not like just throw a hissy fit every time somebody on the opposite aisle does something. And like, if you really believe that we're all like racist, homophobe, whatever, like, why do you want to even unite with us to begin with? Like, I mean, that makes you a kind of a terrible person, logically speaking. Like if you want to come together with these people that you believe are really like awful people, unless you never believe that to begin with, which makes you an awful person on the other end. So it's just yeah. like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. You're like, like, don't, don't give me that kumbaya crap now. Like, when, when, when Trump wins, I'm going to, you know, I expect there to be war to begin with anyway. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's only become evident, you know, when their team has supposedly won, at least on the outward, you know, yeah. that they're all about kumbaya moments. So. Well, yeah, I, I don't even like take it with such a grain of salt because Obama said the same thing and then he like, immediately the next day he's just like they're not willing to walk, demonizing the other side so it's just like i don't take what they say about wanting to work together as long as you do what we say if you agree with this we're open to healing and working together and that's not everybody but um the media does have the loudest voice in the room and the elected officials and they their example they set does not uh reflect the desire to come together um so how how have your uh your social media feeds been it's like they're all coming out of the woodworks now like uh you know all the people who um supported biden and harris or whatever um and i i i mean like luckily i i i took myself off of facebook other than our or uh, I made an account for our podcast page and things like that, but I don't have any friends on that. Account. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm lucky there, but you know, on Instagram, I, I didn't think it was possible on Instagram, but you know, that's essentially become yeah. Facebook where people make posts and stuff. So um, yeah, you definitely see, see it there. So I've been avoiding a lot of that. <laughs> I know I've seen like some conservative, uh, like, um, I don't know, uh, commentators or whatever say like, you know, just be like, um, just for like your own like emotional stability or like, it's like an emotional marathon. So like, we don't know anything yet. Mm -hmm. So just don't like, don't get on social media too much. Don't like feed like one like expectation or another. Just, you know, we just got to wait it out. To our listeners, um, you know, definitely hang in there and keep hope alive, I would say. Keep hope alive. Um, because, you know, honestly, I, I don't know if any of you are believers in God, but, you know, that's where we're, we place our faith in. So um, I don't have any fear. I, I really do feel a peace about it, and I hope you guys do too. With that, I'll end it there for today, but we will catch you guys on the next one. <laughs>